Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. O Jesus, crowned with all renown since all the earth has trod, Thou reignest and by Thee come down henceforth the gifts of God. Thine is the health and mine the wealth that in our halls abound. And thine the beauty and the joy with which the years are crowned. Lord, in their change let trust and heat and winds and dews be given. All fostering power, all infant sweet, breathe from the bounteous heaven. A temper fair with gentle air, the sunshine and the rain. That kindly earth with timely birth may yield her fruits again. That we may feed the poor aright and gathering round thy throne. Here in the holy angel's sight, rebuilding of thy own. That we may praise thee all our days and with the Father's name and with the shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Thank you. 
verses of Psalm 66. Bless our God, you peoples, make the voice of his praise to be heard, who holds our souls in life and will not allow our feet to slip. For you, O God, have proved us. You have tried us just as silver is tried. You brought us into the snare. You laid heavy burdens upon our backs. You let enemies ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us out into a place of refreshment. I will enter your house with burnt offerings and will pay you my vows, which I promised with my lips and spoke with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer you sacrifices of fat beasts with the smoke of rams. I will give you oxen and goats. Come and listen, all you who fear the Lord, and I will tell you what he has done for me. I called out to him with my mouth, and his praise was on my tongue. If I had found evil in my heart, the Lord would not have heard me. But in truth, God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not rejected my prayer, nor withheld his love from me. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul stood in front of the Areopagus and said, Athenians, I see how extremely religious you are in every way. For as I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, he who is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth, and he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God and perhaps grope for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from each of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Since we are God's offspring, We ought not to think that the deity is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of mortals. While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will have the world judged in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We respond together in the words of Canticle 9. Surely it is God who saves me. 
I will trust in him and not be afraid. For the Lord is my stronghold and my sure defense, and he will be my savior. Therefore, you shall draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. And on that day, you shall say, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make his deeds known among the peoples. See that they remember that his name is exalted. Sing the praises of the Lord, for he has done great things, and this is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion, ring out your joy, for the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of John. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. May I speak in the name of God. Good morning. I'm so pleased to be with you again. My name is Brian Litzenberger. I'm a parishioner at Trinity and an aspirant for holy orders in the Diocese of Massachusetts. I've been praying for you and wondering how you all are doing. We've been through a lot together, and these days that lengthen into days and days and days, well, they can be long. I have a Facebook friend who has a list of the essential items that we have been pandemic shopping for each week, reading a little bit like the 12 days of Christmas, quite frankly. Throughout this journey, I'm grateful for the faithfulness of this church community that has been made so evident through all of our efforts to remain connected, because I'm making this up as I go along. Are you? And this is when I long to be an undoubting disciple of Christ. Not skeptical, not Thomas. Tell me what to do. Lead me. Where is this place of refreshment? I'm ready, because things can be rough. I miss my people. I miss you. Zoom calls help to stay connected and can get work done, but they don't supplant the actual connection of being together, seeing your faces, Sharing a cookie at coffee hour, a cup of coffee, the Eucharist. I think about the journey of the disciples with Jesus, how they came to know him, came to see his gifts, his ministry, his divinity, how they came to know, to trust, and to love him, and how incredibly helpful this must have been to each of them. Walk with me, Jesus. Teach me about God and help me to know God in this moment, in this world, in this life. And he did, again and again and again, until the end. 
which is where we find him in today's gospel, on the eve of his crucifixion, imparting his last words of love to his family. What do you say in this moment? Can you imagine how potentially freaked out the disciples could have been? This man that you have grown so close to, who has loved you and led you and helped you to redefine and redirect your life, who challenged you to know him and to know God in ways that surpass all understanding, and you made it. You found a way to love, a faith deeper than than you could have imagined. And here he is, telling you that he's going. I can imagine feeling that loss. I can imagine feeling lost. Where are you going? Can you take me with you? It is in this crucial moment that Jesus says three very important things. One, if you love me, keep my commandments. Two, I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. And three, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. And as I think about these words, I am drawn back to our present moment. How do we walk forward from here? We each know loss. We each know grief. We each know sacrifice. And if we stay there, we will each know anxiety and or depression, what our minds do when left with no other option. Either rev it all up in hopes of randomly getting something right, anxiety, or shut it all down because we can't pinpoint the problem, depression. But each of these methods make it harder to solve problems. They distance us from each other, and they can block us from God. And what I have come to believe is that there is no healing, no helping, no transitioning out of fear and into a life-sustaining future without the grace of God. And here I am so grateful that we have a window into Jesus' farewell moments with his disciples. And perhaps it is here that we too are given some strength, some direction, some help. Again, as I read it, Jesus says three fundamentally important things in this gospel message. One, keep my commandments. Two, what I've been referring to as the transitive property of God. I am in you. I am in God, and therefore God is in you. And three, as he leaves us, he, God, is sending us the Holy Spirit. This is a good day. The commandments Jesus refers to here are... Love your God with all your heart and mind and soul. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself, meaning love your neighbor and love yourself. So, awesome. May every little bit of us be tuned to love God and each other and ourselves. So, awesome. But that's not all. We also, through belief and faith, are indelibly bonded to God. God is with us, acting in and through us, here, now. All this is great. Fantastic. I mean, he could have stopped there. But if he had, I'm not sure we'd know what to do with ourselves. Where do we go from here? 
So far, it is clear that we are called to love, called to see God in each other, called to nurture our own incarnate selves. But how do we go forward? How do we do this? As a therapist, I'm confronted by this question on an almost daily basis. What am I supposed to do? I get that. And this is where I get really excited. Because this is where we get to Jesus' third point. Behind door number three, we get the Holy Spirit. We are called to love, but we are also called by love. We are called forward by the love of God. Called forward by love. As we are bushwhacking our way through life, making it up as we go along, looking for the next best place to put our foot, we get this beacon to light the way. The love of God, as revealed to us, is the path forward. Follow the love. In June of 2014, I got a phone call from our eldest son's birth mother, Bobby. She was losing it, crying, scared, in what seemed like free fall, reaching out to us from across the country. The state had taken her four-year-old son, our son's half-brother, into protective custody. She wanted help. She wanted comfort. She was lost. Ultimately, she wanted him to come and live with us. She wanted the boys to be together. I spent some time talking with her, reassuring, connecting, trying to understand. I agreed to be open to contact from the state's social workers and to think about what she was asking. My husband Robert and I spent some time pondering what to do. What would it mean to bring another person into our family? Who was this boy and and how would we be changed? And in this series of discussions, we couldn't avoid thinking about this child and thinking about her love for him and for us. At the end of the day, I suppose we realized that we didn't have a choice. But that's not the whole story. Because for the year and a half that it took to get him here, a time full of anxiety and uncertainty and a whole roller coaster of emotions as Washington State waffled on where they would place him, for that year and a half, every Sunday, you prayed for him and for his birth mother, for Siggy and Bobby. And from your prayers, there grew in us a deepening sense of what was to be, of where God was calling us. I don't know if I've encountered a deeper love than the love Bobby showed us by giving up her sons to our care. Her love through her sacrifice and your love demonstrated in your prayers drew us forward, allowed us to take steps onto sacred ground. This was love calling us forward. And it was this love, God's love, your love, her love, that gave us the courage to step. I think about the moment we are all in now, working on how to move forward as states begin to open up again and we are allowed to conduct business and enter public spaces. We are each of us going to have to make serious decisions about how we are going to act and we are not going to agree 
But I wonder if we can agree on this. To watch for love. And to go where the Spirit leads us. We have the opportunity here as people of faith to demonstrate how to walk. How to lead a way forward into love. Now I'm pretty sure that where you see God's love and where I do aren't the same. As we are all so unique in our abilities to perceive love. How many amazing ways are there then for the love of God to break through into our collective lives? Imagine if each of us sang out in response to the love we find that is calling us forward. Given our different sensitivities to love, what an amazing symphony that would be. How then might I be led by what you see as love? Or might you be by what I see? So, in these difficult times, speak out about love and help light the path so that we can show each other the way of love. In the name and with the love of Christ. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray in the words our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, you have prepared for those who love you such things as surpass our understanding. 
pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your Son, our Lord. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you, that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Please join me in a prayer for this season of illness and isolation, praying together in hope to God for healing and comfort. God of the present moment, God who in Jesus stills the storm and soothes the frantic heart, bring hope and courage to all who wait or work in uncertainty. Bring hope that you will make them the equal of whatever lies ahead. Bring them courage to endure what cannot be avoided, for your will is health and wholeness. You are God, and we need you. Amen. We pray for those on our parish prayer list. Edith, Susie and Ellie, Edie, Barbara, Arlie, Matthew, Colby, Jean, Jane, Sandra, Daniela, Michael, Mart, Scott, Bert, Matt, Charlie, Nigel, Christine, Ryan and Kim, Greg, Linda and John, Shannon, Lydia, Bill, Paul, Jay, Philip, John, Ruth Alice, Ellen, Will, Peter, Nancy, Marjorie, Larry, Vic, Robert, Audrey, Doug, Susan, Mary Sue and Charles, Isabel, Christina, Sergio, Tom, Joan, Caroline, Margot, Jenna, James, Betty Ann, Barbara, Carol, Sue, Justin, and all those you name now. We pray for those who have died, especially John Lovejoy and Ariel Young. Are there others? May they rest in peace in God's loving embrace. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you.
friends on this sixth Sunday of the Easter season. Special thanks this morning for uh, to Brian Litzenberger for bringing us that wonderful homily and also to the young people who participated in making the second version of our Lord's Prayer mashup. I hope you enjoyed uh, enjoyed seeing those fresh new faces as well as I did. Immediately following this service, sometime around 10.45 or so, um, you can come into our virtual coffee hour via Zoom. The link to register for that is in the window that you received yesterday, the electronic newsletter window. Um, So please do join us for coffee hour. It's really fun to see you and to have an opportunity uh, to speak together um, and just to catch up on what's going on. We give thanks for the beauty of this day, for the spring, for new life, and for risen life. So let us pray together in the words of the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. My friends, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Don't forget to pass the peace, send in your pledge, and continue to pray for one another in this community of faith. Amen. Mm